Hey, I'm Joey Logano, and you're listening to Jacker Roots Wind Tunnel. I'm Lenny Batiki. This week on Wind Tunnel. The runner-up each of the last two years. Can Rhodes get to the bumper and move him? Zane Smith is winning it, and he has done it. The championship goes to Zane Smith. I was not going to um, lose another one. Ty Gibbs is going to win the race and the championship. There's definitely guidance. I'm 20 years old in front of millions of people that I'm getting interviewed by. Interview by um, and people can take that and use it as a completely different way what I was trying to say. So there's a lot, a lot of that. But, you know, it just comes with learning and comes with growing up and maturing and, and you know, having time, um, you know, and, and learning how to handle, handle all you guys. He's already built a Hall of Fame career. Today he edges his name in stone as one of the few to capture multiple championships. Logano is a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. We did it! We're champions again, yes! Oh my God, I'm so excited. Wind Tunnel is brought to you by Advance Auto Parts, the official auto parts retailer of NASCAR. Here's your Wind Tunnel host, Jack Aroot. It was the epicenter of attention for race fans. Three races over three days to crown NASCAR's premier level champions. Hi, I'm Jack Aroot, and welcome to this week's special episode of Wind Tunnel, focusing on NASCAR's championship weekend at Phoenix Raceway, where Zane Smith, Ty Gibbs, and Joey Logano all realized their dreams, capturing a championship. It all started Friday night. Zane Smith had been a bridesmaid in the last two Camping World Truck Series Championships. This year, though, he closed the deal, sitting his front row motorsports Ford on the pole and taking both stages on the way to the checkered flag. But it wasn't a cakewalk for Zane Smith. You see, the race went to overtime, and Zane felt the hot breath of his fellow playoff drivers as they chased him right down to the finish line. Rhodes, Chandler Smith, Zane Smith, the green is out. NASCAR overtime for the title. There goes Zane. He got there first. Zane Smith on the inside. Rhodes getting squeezed in the middle and Chandler Smith on the outside. Zane Smith's got the lead. Chandler trying to cross over. Chandler's going to get there, Vince. Side by side, Chandler Smith and that 18 truck now to the bottom. He's going to slide up, and this could open the door for Rhodes. Rhodes coming in. The white flag is out. The final lap. Throw a blanket over the three for the championship. Zane Smith has got it, but Chandler Smith on the inside taking a look. That's Rhodes on the outside. Down the back stretch. Zane Smith. The runner-up each of the last two years. Can Rhodes get to the bumper and move him? Zane Smith is winning it, and he has done it. The championship goes to Zane Smith. Oh, man. How good is that? You'll hear from Zane Smith a little bit later. The final four in the Xfinity Series title chase were three drivers from JRM, Justin Allgaier, Noah Gregson, and Josh Berry. That trio 
went up against Joe Gibbs Racing's Ty Gibbs, who started the race with a giant target on his back after dumping his teammate Brandon Jones in the final laps of last week's event at Martinsville. As the laps wore down in this event, it was a three-car tussle between Gibbs, Allgaier, and a fast-closing Noah Gregson. But on the final pit stop, Gregson's crew encountered problems. And a very detrimental stop for the nine. Gregson, five spots on pit road. He loses. Gibbs gains a spot. He comes off of pit road first. When it came right down to the final handful of laps, the battle was enjoined. He's got to make this work right here. He cannot fall back to fourth. Sheldon Creed and A.J. Allmendinger on his inside. Here comes Josh Berry in the eight. And around goes the 19. Brandon Jones sliding onto I'm pit road. Here. No caution yet. No caution yet. Now it does come out. Down. There'll be another restart. And look at the 54, how low he is on corner exit and the, how it hurt the exit speed. He's caught the lap traffic. He dives down low. And now two car lengths separate them. And here comes Gregson through three and four. It is one lap to go. What will Gregson do if he's able to get to him? Can Gibbs stay in front? The lap traffic once again coming into play. Gibbs clean off of turn two, down the back stretch for the final time. Gregson throws it into turn three. Can he get there? He's not going to. Ty Gibbs is going to win the race and the championship. By Gibbs was met with a mixture of cheers, but overwhelmingly boos, as the fans remembered the youngsters' Martinsville antics from one week ago. Um, you know what I did last week was unacceptable, and you know I apologize once again. Um, and, and you know I can sit here and tell you I'm sorry as much as I can, but that's not going to fix it. I'll bring you Ty's post-race press conference later in this episode. When the Cup Series closed out the weekend, it was a showdown between Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, and Joey Logano. Elliott was the first to suffer issues when he tangled with Chastain. Whoa! Nine into the wall on the inside, just brushing it, and the caution comes back out. Chastain gave him no breaks there. Chastain is underneath him right here, and the nine comes across his nose, and Chastain holds his ground. Watch this run right here. Chastain gets a great launch, gets to the start-finish line. As soon as he gets there, he turns to go underneath him, and Chase Elliott starts turning as well. Logano and his teammate Ryan Blaney fought for the lead, with Joey taking control in the final laps. His closest competitor for the race win is Ryan Blaney, a teammate. That teammate has been hungry all year long, but it looks like he's going to have to stay hungry going to 2023 because Logano has been the class of the field all day long. The 32-year-old, Joey Logano, he's already built a Hall of Fame career. Today, he etches his name in stone as one of the few to capture multiple championships. Logano is a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. This week, I thought it might be of interest to take you inside the press room after each of the championship events in Phoenix, letting you hear the thoughts of the drivers that took down NASCAR's premier championships. You'll hear from the Camping World Truck Series champion, Zane Smith, who finally, on his third attempt, took home the truck title. You'll also hear from Joe Gibbs Racing's young phenom, Ty Gibbs, 
He took home the Xfinity honors despite having to deal with his actions from Martinsville Speedway one week ago. But then his moment of joy turned to sorrow when he learned of his father's passing away later that evening. And of course, you'll hear from Joey Logano, who captured his second NASCAR Cup Series championship. And it may have been championship weekend at Phoenix, but it also became a homecoming of sorts with a Friday press conference by Petty GMS Racing. And that's the focus of this week's Wind Tunnel Advance Auto Parts Victory Lap. Time now for this week's Advance Auto Parts Victory Lap. Brought to you by the NASCAR Advance Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series. Driving local racing in local communities forward. We're very excited today to announce that uh, seven-time cup champion, uh, Mr. Jimmy Johnson, is going to be joining Petty GMS as an owner and uh, a competitor. That's Petty GMS founder Maury Gallagher announcing that seven-time cup champion Jimmy Johnson will take an ownership stake in the Petty GMS racing team starting in 2023. Seven-time also announced that he'll be getting back behind the wheel for a handful of selected events. The announcement was made Friday morning, and in attendance were Richard Petty, Mike Beam, Johnson, and team founder, Maury Gallagher. We want to be at the top. When I chatted with Richard last year as we put our team together and, and the like, his goal was to be, you know, up front, to be a winner. Um, Mike and I joined forces back in 2015, and since that time, Mike's uh, overseen 41 truck wins, two championships, and many ARCA wins and championships as well. So uh, that's the culture of this uh, uh, program, and uh, we want to do it now at the highest level in racing motorsports. And uh, uh, on a personal note, um, if you'd have told me when I started in racing in 2010, I'd be sitting here today. Well, that would have been that would have been a bridge too far, probably. But I couldn't be more excited personally to be here, to be involved with uh, these two gentlemen. Uh, Jimmy is going to be um, obviously a great name and, and a uh, help with a lot of our awareness and marketing. But obviously on the competition side, uh, working with our drivers, Eric and Noah Grant, all those things will be positives. Uh, I think you're going to hear from him. He's going to be as excited to be back and, and, and doing this stuff and uh, as he moves on in his career and the like. But from a petty GMS, uh, where we're going, this is a phenomenal step for us. Richard obviously was the first bridge. Now with this one, um, very, very excited about that. But uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll hear good stuff out of these guys. But uh, uh, we, we look forward to 23 season. Um, <clears throat> our driver contingency is as good as anybody in the business. Uh, Mike and the uh, competition side have shown good stuff, as you saw with the, the Darlington situation. So uh, it's very exciting times for us. Thank you, Mari. Jimmy, I remember you telling me the night before you announced that you were stepping away from full-time competition and stepping away from Hendrick Motorsports, that you weren't done. You just didn't know exactly what that path might be. And you've been true to your word that, you know, you've kept very active. And I'm sure I join a lot of people in the garage that look forward to having you back. So how does it feel uh, to be coming back on such a regular basis in NASCAR? How does this, uh, this day and this uh, evolution feel to you? It, honestly, it, it's, uh, it feels incredible. Um, I must say I did not see this in my future. This is something that, um, an opportunity that's developed that, you know, makes sense for so many 
so many ways, so many reasons, and an opportunity I'm honored to be a part of and, and very excited to be a part of. So and with all that being said, again, I, I just, I, this wasn't, when, I, last time I was really at a NASCAR race was here in 2020, other than the double, you know, at the Brickyard IndyCar race. So um, when I left here, I really had no idea what was in store for me. I, I knew I wanted to try IndyCar, had an amazing experience there, and stepping away from full-time IndyCar, I wanted to create, you know, a good eight to ten race schedule of just really fun races, and, and certainly coming back to NASCAR. And as this conversation started, um, you know, it, it just, it's one that I, I really had to pay close attention to and uh, an offer that, uh, an opportunity that it's just a life-changing opportunity for me and, and one that I had to take. So I'm very excited about this. Richard, you, you and I have talked a lot, as you have with everybody in this room. You were there at NASCAR's first Cup Series race, you know, the, the family business, Petty Enterprises, and the evolution that became Richard Petty Motorsports and now Petty GMS Racing. So talk about the addition. What do you feel about the addition of Jimmy Johnson and what that adds to this race team, how things continue to build and evolve? You know, um me and Murray talk all the time about, you know, what can we do to improve our situation, uh, make our business bigger, win some more races. And she called me one day and he said, you know, I've been talking to Jimmy Johnson. And I said, you got to be kidding. You know, Jimmy Johnson wants to be involved with us or we want to be involved with him. And uh, it, from that standpoint, uh, I just sort of went off the edge and I said, this has got to be one of the biggest things that's, uh, that's happened to the pity crowd and GMS from that standpoint. Uh, you know, we joined Cahoots last year, got a pretty good start this year, but with Jimmy adding on with uh, his popularity and the people he knows that we don't know, uh, it had to be a heck of a deal. So from my standpoint, uh, it's it's a big, big step, not just for one year, but I'm looking farther, farther down the road. Uh, you know, if Jimmy comes in, does his deal, you know, I'm 85 years old, so I'm not going to be here for another 15 or 20 years. And uh, then uh, Jimmy can kind of take over. So that that had to be a plus plus. Jimmy, that the first part of the announcement, obviously, is uh, you becoming co-owner. There might be another little bit to it that you want to share with the group. Yes, definitely excited to share more. Um, with that being said, we still have a, a lot to uh, to work through and decisions to make, but. I do want to run a limited schedule uh, next year in the, in the NASCAR Cup Series, and we can confirm today that we will kick that off with the Daytona 500. So more to come. We, we do know that, that race, um, but again, there's still a lot to be sorted out, and, and we hope to have more exciting announcements down the road. You've been listening to the Advance Auto Parts Victory Lab, brought to you by the NASCAR Advance Auto Parts Weekly Racing Series driving local racing in local communities forward. There's more wind tunnel to come after this timeout. Hey, car lovers. At Advance Auto Parts, we have what you need to keep your car running all season long. So if you enjoy getting ahead of the curve when it comes to taking care of your ride, Advance Auto Parts has everything to keep your ride on track to reach the victory lap because you can trust the team at Advance Auto Parts to assist you in finding what you need at the right price. Stop by Advance Auto Parts, where you're always number one. This is how we advance.
welcome back to your podcast home for motorsports conversation, Jackaroot's Wind Huddle. Flag is out, the final lap, throw a blanket over the three for the championship. Zane Smith has got it, but Chandler Smith on the inside taking a look. That's Rhodes on the outside. Down the back stretch, Zane Smith. The runner-up each of the last two years. Can Rhodes get to the bumper and move him? Zane Smith is winning it, and he has done it. The championship goes to Zane Smith. Oh, man. How good is that? Two times a bridesmaid, but this time, Zane Smith ends up the bride as he held off all comers and captured NASCAR's 2022 Camping World Truck Championship. Along the way, he had to survive a couple of slow pit stops and then that overtime charge. But the 23-year-old California driver realized his dream. Here's Zane with the media after his emotional victory. Zane, uh... Were you just not going to be denied? I mean, another runner-up finish probably would probably been apoplectic after that. So were you just not going to be denied there at the end? Yeah, I knew our, our night had gone too smooth at times, and um, we struggled bad on pit road. And I went from dominating the race, being the first seed, to with a restart, uh, restarting 11th with 11 to go as the fourth seed. And... Um, I wasn't going to – if Bob Jenkins was going to get a wreck truck or a championship trophy at the end of the day. So I was not going to um, lose another one. I I just – it's it scarred me too bad. And, um, yeah, uh, probably the craziest finish I've ever been a part of and obviously the biggest win I've ever had. But just so proud of everyone. The four-wide move you found yourself in, four-wide bottom, was there ever a doubt that that was – going to work out in your favor i have no idea when that was was that with like five to go or how many was that to go that was the uh ten to go go. oh man yeah a lot happened that i don't even know um yeah i I know i think i was underneath chandler at that time and um we were adoring each other and we're nose to nose and both of us obviously weren't gonna lift and um i mean i i have said it in a few other interviews, but I just want to give a, a shout out to the other three. We had a every opportunity to wreck each other, and we battled hard, hit each other, but didn't wreck each other. And we were fighting for the, a championship. Um, so a lot of respect goes out to them. And I don't know if it was an exciting finish, but I got a heart attack at the line. To that point, with Ben behind you, like he, he drove you pretty hard, but he didn't wreck you. Um, how nervous were you going into that final corner, knowing that Ben was going to take some kind of shot? Yeah, pretty nervous. I guess I, I talked to my spotter. He said that he was on my bumper from the time I turned off the wall. Um, but I really didn't feel him until about center of the corner. And I started getting really loose. And I was so worried he was going to – it was a, uh Xfinity finish from last year do-over. And – um, I got really loose and then really tight. And then I heard the screaming of my spotter, which I knew we had it. And I'm just now getting my voice back. If you had a chance to speak to Bob Jenkins yet, and what, if you did, what that conversation was like? I have not. Um, unfortunately, Bob, uh, 
isn't here tonight. Um, but I can assure you, I probably have a phone call from him. I haven't been able to check my phone. It's been pretty the busiest victory lane celebration I've ever been a part of. So um, it's been so cool to, to celebrate it with family, friends, um, just on the West Coast in general. And, yeah, I mean, I just truly can't believe the night we've had. You know, a year ago, you had the runner-up finish in the championship. Your future was kind of up in the air. How is it now sitting there, the champion, bright future ahead? Yeah, definitely a lot has changed. I have literally stood in this parking lot three years in a row, not knowing what I'm going to be doing next year. And I knew going into this, as I've been through way worse times, and regardless of the outcome tonight, going to have a job next year and that's such a weight off your shoulders and so um with him giving me that confidence i want to reward him with a championship and i feel like that's why i don't want to say i raced so much harder but um i just couldn't lose another one it just wasn't an option and so um yeah just just crazy where i'm at mentally and and the how great things are going in my life right now and so I'm just trying to ride it as long as I can. Is there one moment you can kind of pinpoint as as a turning point for you? Obviously, I know there was, there was the heartbreak of finishing second the last couple of years, but getting behind the wheel of this 38 truck, is there one thing that you noticed clicked differently for you uh, this year? Is there a moment that stands out? I mean, probably just overall, like, team morale. Um, we Like, I had a great relationship with my past team at GMS, but... Um, I don't want to call them old, but it was an older group, and the group that I have now is is just younger, and um, and I, I feel like we weren't always hanging out at the shop. We were also hanging out outside of work, and so I just think that goes a really long way, and um, me and Chris Lawson have a really good relationship, and he's a past racer of himself, and um, we just we click right away, and then uh, my engineer, Dylan Capello, we grew up racing together since I was about 12 years old. And, um, he's from out here and, uh, we spend every Monday together in, in sim. And, um, it's just that same deal as he's a past racer himself and still races some when he can. But, um, I just feel like the communication is there a lot quicker than, um, most. Next up on Wind Tunnel. Can the 54 team deliver? Yes, they can. The 54 gains one critical spot here on pit road, Rick. Can Gibbs stay in front? The lap traffic once again coming into play. Gibbs clean off of turn two, down the back stretch for the final time. Gregson throws it into turn three. Can he get there? He's not going to. Ty Gibbs is going to win the race championship it was the type of race that should decide a championship i'll bring you the thoughts of ty gibbs after his exciting victory earning him the title of xfinity champion hey car lovers at advanced auto parts we have what you need to keep your car running all season long so if you enjoy getting ahead of the curve when it comes to taking care of your ride, Advance Auto Parts has everything to keep your ride on track to reach the victory lap. Because you can trust the team at Advance Auto Parts to assist you in finding what you need at the right price. Stop by Advance Auto Parts, where you're always number one. 
This is how we advance. Gibbs clean off of turn two, down the back stretch for the final time. Gregson throws it into turn three. Can he get there? He's not going to. Ty Gibbs is going to win the race and the championship. Um, you know what I did last week was unacceptable, and you know I apologize once again. Um, and, and you know I can sit here and tell you I'm sorry as much as I can, but it's not going to fix it. Got to fix my actions. And here's your wind tunnel host, Jack Aroot. It was three against one in the Xfinity Championship race. JRM stablemates Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, and Noah Gregson up against Joe Gibbs Racing's grandson, Ty Gibbs. The ramp up to the race had fans, pundits, and even fellow drivers still weighing in on Gibbs' late race dump of his teammate the week before at Martinsville. With Gregson going as far as saying if given the chance, he would pay Gibbs back for that dumping. But the youngster remained focused, setting his car on the pole, and after a battle with Gregson, edged out Noah to take the 2022 Xfinity title. Boos rained down from the stands, and when Ty got to the press room, you could tell that Martinsville's after effects will still take time to repair. Noah was in here earlier and he said that you raced like a champion tonight and that you deserved it. Um, there was the handshake afterward. What was your reaction to him coming up to you and him showing some uh, respect after um, maybe some disrespect earlier this week? For sure. Definitely a lot of disrespect, but you know, I really respect him coming up and I feel like I've known him for a really long time. So um, definitely some harsh words said, but it's part of it. And as part of the path, uh, you know, that, that I'm on here and, um, I, I definitely respect him. I feel like we had a lot of great racing with Noah and his teammates as well tonight. There's also a lot of hard racing on the racetrack between uh, yourself, him, and, and Justin. So yep. um, what was going through your mind through those uh, close moments as well? Yeah, I really feel like we put on a good show. So um, I definitely know from inside the car, it felt like it was a lot going on. And hopefully fans enjoyed that. That's part of the Xfinity series. That's where names are made here. So hopefully uh, I made one tonight and we'll move on. In this moment where... There's lots to celebrate, but there's also a lot of just tension in the air and all the things that's happened the past week. Have you fully been able to embrace being able to celebrate and be in this moment, or is it kind of having to balance both of those kind of conflicting feelings, if that makes sense? Yeah, for sure. I definitely, I've made some mistakes in, in the past and in last weekend, but you know, the best thing for me is to move on, and that's what I did today in, in my race, and, and we've won. So just moving on and, and learn from my mistakes. I can't go back and change the past, and if I could, I would, but... Yeah, that's the that's why we can't do that. And you know, the best thing for me is to learn from it. Uh, because everyone's had very harsh and I guess kind of critical things to say this this last week. Um, how do you go about now as you transition to what we think is going to be the next stage of your career to to mend some of those relationships or perceptions? Do you try to do you want to like interface with some of these people directly, or do you just want to let your actions kind of be the, the the new normal? For sure. I mean my actions over most of it is what's gonna help. I you know people have had a lot of harsh things to say and that's their opinion. And you know, some of it might be true, but I don't really that's their one of what they're gonna say. And I just do the best work I can let you know my on track performance show, you know, for that. And if I made some mistakes and I'm working as hard as I can to fix them, I know I have, and I mean, that's what I'm going to do. Kind of Zach's question, when Noah coming up to you post-race, you know, 
personally, like how much does that mean to you that a fellow competitor did come up to you and congratulate you? Yeah, definitely really cool. Um, I definitely didn't expect it. So it's cool to have that. And, you know, to, you know, to have you know, somebody like that show respect is, it means a lot. And looking back on this week and the totality of it, you know, a week ago today with Martinsville, like how, how, how stressful has it been on you? Uh, it's been a lot, but I feel like going to this weekend is I max, maximized my compartmentalized compartmentalizing skills and, and went to race. So um, it was uh, definitely a lot, learned a lot and, you know, moved on and it's really cool to be a champion. Just simply how satisfying and gratifying to be battling with the JRM guys with just respect and admiration, as the drivers have mentioned, that it felt earned that you were the car to beat. Yeah, really cool to be able to race them. And I feel like we put on a great show, like I said, and um, really cool to you know uh, be able to get our team a win. Um, I feel like that they deserve to hold our organization and, and manufacture. So um, it's really cool to be able to race with them like that. And hopefully we put on a great show for the fans and, and hope, hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Looked like in, in one stage of the race when Noah was ahead of you and Allgaier was behind, that Noah was slowing down in the corner, holding you up a little bit and trying to get Allgaier to get to your bumper. Did you did you ever feel outnumbered out there? I mean, we're 25% versus 75%, but that's part of it. And, you know, we raced really hard and, and we were on the other side of the outcome. I'm very proud of my team's performance and, you know, what we did today, very proud of the pick crew and, and you know, everybody that was part of this whole situation. How important was it for you today to run a clean race? And I guess if it had come down to it at the end where you were in second and, you know, had to go for a Hail Mary sort of thing to, to, to get the championship, is that something you would have had to think twice about? Or <laughs> Well, first of all, I just, I don't believe in any hypotheticals, but, you know, it was very important to have a great race. And like I said, I feel like we put on a great show for everybody. We had a lot of great clean racing and ended up on the other side of it. Uh, Dale Jr. and, kind of gave the message to his drivers that he want, wanted to race you cleanly. He wanted to win the championship the right way. Um, going into today's race, were you concerned at getting payback, whether it's from JRM Jones or someone else? Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I, it's out of my hands. And like I said, just kept my head down and raced really hard on my respect Dale um, and a lot. And, you know, and, and to be able to you know, have his nice words said to me is, is really cool. You know, having so many different, experienced teammates in cup, you know, Danny, Kyle, Martin, did you lean on them throughout this week? And did they give you some advice that you kind of parlayed into the race? For sure. I've got great teammates. Um, every one of them, mean a lot to me and, and they, and they, I, they've helped me out a lot in my career. So, you know, to be able to have our, our private conversations is really cool. And, you know, the end up where I'm at as a champion is awesome. It just shows, you know, all the hard work behind this organization and they got one more chase tomorrow. I'm sure there's this has been quite the roller coaster of a week, you know, with what happened at Martinsville. Yep. A very tense, you know, weekdays this week. And now winning your first championship in the Xfinity series. What do you think you'll remember the most about this time when you look back on it? Um, you know, just teamwork and execution and hard work and discipline and, you know, being champions. That's all I remember it as. It's awesome to be a part of it. Um and, and to be a part of this whole crew. I feel like this is a special crew. I feel like, you know, crews like this don't come around that, that often and uh, to be able to do it and you know, be able to, you know, for me to win my championship, you know, first year is really cool and, and it means a lot. So, um, you know, I feel like Xfinity Series does a great job with the race and I hope it never changes. Um, and we'll just keep going forward and hopefully there's more great racing and all the fans enjoy it. How much or in what ways has running cup races this year helped you to get to this point tonight? 
uh, it helps for sure. And I'm very thankful for the opportunity from, you know, Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin and, and you know, everybody at 2311. I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Um, and, and, you know, I feel like it helps um, a good bit, but I feel like, you know, the cars are so different that it's hard to kind of really relate. And I think more of it you get off of is, you know, uh, race craft and, and so what like that. So um, it, it's definitely helped. Um, given the importance of winning this race and this championship the right way tonight, were there any moments out there on the racetrack where you didn't take a risk or where you may have restrained yourself from making a move you might otherwise have done? Um, you know, I feel like, like, you know, like the JRM guys said, we raced really clean and really hard all day. And there's definitely times that we're both of us or all of us could have taken advantage of each other. Um, but we didn't and we raced really good. So hopefully that puts, uh, Iron some respect back and hopefully the fans enjoyed it. So much is obviously focused around, you know, what happened at Martinsville, but you know, the stats are clear 11 wins and 51 starts, um, a championship, like you said, in your first full-time season and you're only 20 years old, you know, how quickly do you think you can take that success up to the cup series and have you even had a chance to process yet, or just think about, you know, all that you were able to accomplish in such a short time? For sure. I think that comes down to hard work and dedication. I have a love for the game or the, the racing and, and, you know, it kind of overcomes all of the, the pains and struggles that comes with, you know, making mistakes in front of millions of people at 20 and learning from that. So, um, I definitely enjoy it. And you know, when you enjoy work like this, as you all, everybody knows in here, when you enjoy something, you, you love it. And, you know, there's no motivation that comes with it. If I need motivation for racing, then I shouldn't be doing this in the first place. I don't truly believe in motivation. It's all temporary. Um, it's little bursts that you'll never, <laughs> it's what you got. And I love racing. So it's always everything I can do to get better watching film, learning how to answer your guys' hard questions and, and, you know, making the right decisions. And, and so uh, I just enjoy the whole ride. You mentioned, you know, how long we've known each other. And I yep. remember like in your late model days, you were um, way more, your interviews were a lot more natural, right? Yep. And even like when you won the Daytona Road Course, I remember your post-race and how can- I got all my tears out that night. That's why yeah. I didn't have any today. You were, you were raw and you were authentic. Yep. Like we've made a lot in the media sure. about how you read your talking points now. And you've had to be a little bit more guarded when it comes to- your image and i'm wondering how challenging is that part of it been because i think you want to be authentic and natural with us but also sometimes it comes with saying the wrong things and finding yourself in difficult positions so as you you know become a cup driver is that part of the challenge and realizing how much do you share and how all that works yeah first off you know i feel like for me the biggest thing is is all the stuff i say comes from the heart and you know and, and if there's stuff that you know, that needs to be brought up, that needs to be said that I don't agree with. And, you know, sometimes I don't agree with and won't say it. So, um, firstly, I just want to say that all the stuff I say is from my heart. There's definitely guidance. I'm 20 years old in front of millions of people that I'm getting interviewed, interviewed by. Um, and people can take that and use it as a completely different way what I was trying to say. So there's a lot, a lot of that. But, you know, it just comes with learning and comes with growing up and maturing and, and you know, having time, um, you know, and, and learn how to handle, handle all you guys. Just hours after celebrating that Xfinity title, we were all shocked to learn that Ty's dad and JGR principal Coy Gibbs passed away in his sleep after watching his 20-year-old son take that title. Our thoughts and prayers go out to Ty, his mom, as well as his grandfather Joe the coach, and grandmother Pat on Coy Gibbs' passing. Coy Gibbs was 49 years old.
Hey, car lovers, at Advance Auto Parts, we have what you need to keep your car running all season long. So if you enjoy getting ahead of the curve when it comes to taking care of your ride, Advance Auto Parts has everything to keep your ride on track to reach the victory lap. Because you can trust the team at Advance Auto Parts to assist you in finding what you need at the right price. Stop by Advance Auto Parts, where you're always number one. This is how we advance. Welcome back to your podcast home for motorsports conversation. Jackaroot's Wind Tunnel. His closest competitor for the race win is Ryan Blaney, a teammate. That teammate has been hungry all year long. But it looks like he's going to have to stay hungry going to 2023. Because Logano has been the class of the field all day long. The 32-year-old, Joey Logano, he's already built a Hall of Fame career. Today, he etches his name in stone as one of the few to capture multiple championships. Logano is a two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. It's all about championships. That's what it's all about. And we worked so hard the last couple weeks trying to put ourselves in position. And everything that happened in 2020, I knew that we just wanted to have a solid run and do this today. And I knew going into this thing that we were going to win the championship. I told the guys we're the favorite from Daytona. And uh, we truly believed it, and that's the difference. And man, it's like I said, I had a good team with a bunch of confidence, and we had all the reason in the world to be confident. I said, I've never been truly this ready for a championship race. And uh, we did it, man. I can't believe it. When Joey Logano took the checkered flag in the clash at the Coliseum back in February, he told his team that it was going to be, and I quote, 22 and 22. And as the sun set in Arizona this past Sunday, he filled that prophecy, winning his second NASCAR Cup Series title. And he did it by leading the other championship four finalists for all but one lap in the race. He also became the first driver ever to deliver a second championship to the captain, Roger Penske. Here's Joey Logano's post-race analysis when he met with the media at Phoenix. All right, we are now joined by two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion Joey Logano, driver of the number 22, Team Penske Ford. Uh, we'll go straight to questions. What was it like during the race? Uh, you know, you pretty much dominated yeah, I mean, we had a, a good car, and, um, you know, we I told the guys after uh, we put on the pin the other day, I said, well, we got them down, now we put our foot on them, right? That, that, and that's the attitude you got to have, right? It's it's a, it's just what it is when it when it comes to this level. Um, your, your feelings are checked at the door, and then it's all about winning and nothing less than that. And so when you get this far, um, I said it all week, it, we weren't satisfied with being in a championship four. There's nothing to celebrate for us. Um, you know, we've been here before. We know what it feels like to lose. And it's the worst feeling in the world, if I'm being honest. And, and winning is the best feeling in the world. So uh, it, it's great to, to be able to accomplish it. <clears throat> I said that this is revenge for 2020. Um, and it, sure, it certainly was um, something that's going to stick with me for a while. So uh, just super proud of this race team, super proud of everybody on it. Um, not just the 22 team, but everybody that uh, puts a, a bunch of effort into this, right? You think of everyone at Team Penske, um, everybody at Roush Yates, everyone at Shell and Penzo at Ford, 
um, you know, everybody that, that really supports us and, and not just them, but their, their families, right? You guys know how it is. You're, you're gone and you're on the road all year long. It's a grind, right? And if you, if you have kids, your spouse is pretty much raising your kids alone. It's hard. And it's not just for me that way. It's, it's, it's everybody that's on this whole, this whole series all year long. So, um, you know, and, and, and hopes that you win a championship. So, um, I found out in 2018, I say it all the time. I found out in 2018 that how big the team really is, um, and I carry that weight with me now, knowing how big it is and, and the impact it makes on their families. So a lot more gifts under the Christmas tree now. Uh, so I'm excited about this. Joey, um, first of all, congratulations. Uh, but also, you, you're now a two-time champion. Um, there's only one other active multi-time champion. What's the significance of having a second now and uh, chasing, uh, chasing more? Um, yeah, it's great. I, I guess I haven't really put much thought into it yet. Um, you know, it's 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 awesome to to hear it. Um, I guess degree to me feels like I should have four or five at the moment. <laughs> uh, so I, I guess the feeling is it's about time. <laughs> um, but uh, that's just how I am and how I work, I guess. But um, I, I, this this one's special for a lot of reasons, and um, one thing that I think probably stands out the most to me is just the way Paul did it, and we all did it together. Um, you know, all the way through. And I feel like that's probably one of the most special things. When we won in Vegas, um, <clears throat> you know, we, we sat down Monday and, and started coming up with uh, a meeting agenda, uh, a bunch of meeting agendas that we can go over and, and, you know, reviewing film together as a team, going, uh, you know, pit stops, reviewing rolling times on pit road, reviewing, and just all these little subcategories that, that happen and just making sure the details are all in the right place. That was the difference maker. We knew we'd have a fast race car. We would make those decisions and we knew we'd be we'd close because um, we had plenty of time to really go through all that and we weren't bad here in the spring. Um, <clears throat> but we knew details were going to be the difference of winning and losing. And, we had the advantage, um, you know, those two and a half weeks to really work together and do that. And uh, it's a grind. I'm telling you right now, it's a grind the last two and a half weeks of just this is all we thought about. And there's really, you know, you put everything else, any other distraction gets put to the side. Um, and it's tough for, for everybody. It's tough for everyone's families, and um, which you have to, right? You can't waste the opportunity that's, that's here in front of us. And um, all the way through the weekend, right, when it came to practice and – um, you know, right before qualifying, we were in Paul's bus at six o'clock in the morning going through things. That's what we all did as a group together. Um, <clears throat> we were in there this morning at seven o'clock going over stuff um, to make sure we're prepared for today. We made sure that there was no stone unturned um, when it came to preparing for this race. Um, and when you saw how confident I was and my team was, it's because we were truly ready. And you can't fake confidence. I mean, you can maybe show it a little bit, but um, truly deep down inside, you have to believe that if you're going to be ready for this battle ahead of you. And um, I never felt more ready. Um, and a lot of credit goes to Paul uh, for taking the time and the effort of, and forcing us to, to do it together um, as a team, right? It, there's plenty of crew chiefs are up that early. I get it, but they're not doing it together with the whole team. Um, and I think that's a difference maker for us. Uh Wanted to follow up as well on a more somber note. Um, I know that you were close with the JGR family prior to 2013, um, given um, the tragedy earlier uh, today. What what were your emotions when you found out? 
Yeah, I mean, I found out um, before the race, and, and I, I still honestly don't know the details of, of anything. Um, <coughs> and, you know, it's just such a – it's an interesting spot, you know, as you sit there preparing to run a championship race, and then you hear somebody that uh, is better in your life, right, and, 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 you know, known for a while. And um, I still don't know the details, but um, it's just sad. I don't have words to, to explain how that is. And, um, I feel for Ty more than anything. Right. I mean, you take all the championship racing stuff out. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Right. I mean, it's great that we're up here. When we won a championship, but you know, if something happens to your family, it doesn't matter. Right. Like that's, that's the difference. Um, and you know, for the whole sport, it's a, it's a sad day. Um, you know, and for me, it's a, it's a bittersweet type of thing, right? Because here we are winning a championship, and here we are one of the people that's a leader in our sport. Um, you know, and someone I've known for a while is, is gone. And I don't really know how to explain that and how hard that is. And obviously our prayers and thoughts go to the to Gibbs family and, and everyone over at JGR. And you think they've had a rough run at it. Um, yeah, I couldn't imagine you know, how Joe feels right now. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what else to say. It's just, that's hard. I, I couldn't imagine. I don't, I don't know what it's like, but you know, for Ty to, to lose his dad, I mean, that's it's just hard. Um, Roger was in here. He said, he said that, uh, when Brad was leaving, he told you that like, you're now the veteran, you got, you, you know, you're in charge, you got to step up. What did you do to, to meet that, um, request of his? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's just me. Um, you know, it's stepping up. I, I feel like Blaney stepped up a lot and Austin is, is a good leader right off the bat too. Um, and with this next gen car, you know, it, yes, my experience is valuable, um, because I've been around a long time and I know how things work and I know the sport works and, and those type of things. That's, that's all well and good, but I had to unlearn a lot of things when it came to the race car itself. <clears throat> so, um, you know, I feel like we, I, I, I'm not the type of leader that wants to be on a pedestal above everybody and say, Hey, I've been here the longest. Listen to me. Like, I, I don't, that's not how I do it. It's not how Paul does it. It's not what I think is best. Um, I feel like the best way a lot of times is to, to, to really get everyone's opinion and gather it and, and form your own opinion. And, and if it's something you feel truly strong about, you you fight for it um right and then as a team that's what i want I, I want my you know my my teammates as drivers to to voice their opinions and put something together when we feel like something's right we we form one voice um together and um the same thing all the way through it from from tc all the way all the way down um that's that's what we want as a race team um you know and, and that means there's hard conversations just have to have them that's that's good to have and um you know as a leader together it's that's okay with me i'm fine with the tough conversations. i love tough conversations they're, they're better <laughs> if you ask me that's what you, it's what you always need that's where growth comes from um it doesn't come from shoving things underneath the rug um so this is um this is great and that's what i mean this is where the hard conversations happen right when I mean, they they come to championships at the end of the day and when you think of what uh, penske was able to do this year as a team win an IndyCar championship and a cup championship uh, the same year. Never been done before. Uh, that's a that's a really special uh, thing. So um, I don't know what they have planned for this one, but I'm sure it's going to be a fun offseason for us. <laughs> On a day that, that Ty loses his father, 
your son got to walk with you to go get the checkered flag, get in the car, do donuts, ride to Victory Lane, and, and be a part of this celebration. What does it mean to be able to do that with your son and the perspective that it happens on a on a day like this with, with fathers and sons? <clears throat> that just goes to prove that you got to cherish every moment in life. You don't know when the next one happens, right? You don't know when, when your number's called. You just don't. And, um, you know, it's, it's we always say God has a plan, and I agree with that, but it doesn't make it easier, um, right? And so it's definitely it's challenging for, for a lot. And for me, um, you know, having Hudson with me, and, and we left Jameson and Amelia at home uh, just because this time change was we tried to make this happen we really, really did knowing that we won a few weeks ago we tried to put him on west coast time turns out jameson wakes up at 5 a.m no matter what time you put him to sleep you can put him at 10 or 6 30 he wakes up at 5 a.m um and he's a machine <laughs> so, we so we said you know what you're staying home bud uh love you <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um hudson can sleep in a little bit so that's good and, and so uh, we brought him along and honestly ever since kevin took uh keelan uh in michigan for a ride in a car i said i want to do that like i, I always wanted to do that just because i don't know it's cool like my hudson and i like i mean he's my oldest so we have a you know a, a connection there and he's four like you know two-year-olds still harder to get there as they get older you know you get to a point where you see their interests and stuff and um how do you, uh you know we every night before he goes to bed he wants to talk about uh, race cars and he wants to talk about his go-kart in the backyard and we have a connection of, of you know shoot we read car magazines that's his that's his bedtime story he wants to go through classic car magazines and um so he's into it he, we, we kind of share it. he's he's just a little me um you know I, I see so much of me and him it's it's kind of funny and um like i said i always dreamed of of winning with him here because i always wanted to take him for a ride um you know, we go for rides and hot rides all the time together, and it's definitely not the first donuts we've done together. <laughs> um, but the first time in a race car, well, not just, but on the racetrack. It's the first time on the racetrack <laughs> we got to do donuts together. Um, and, and that's just cool to see him running up there grabbing the, the checkered flag. I mean, that's, in, in, it's it's hard to explain, right? If you have kids, you 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 understand the love uh, that you have for them. It, it's truly un unconditional love, and um, to see them smile and, and celebrate a moment together is just—it's truly the most awesome feeling. Um, and and the fact that like we can talk about it, right? The first time we want it, you know, he's I don't know, he's like nine months old. He you know which way was up, um, barely hold his head up. So uh, now to see him running up there and grabbing the flag and and uh, going for a ride with me. Couldn't pick a better race to do that for the first time. I know you had your moment with your son in the car, but how do you celebrate a second cup championship? And is it different from the first? Um, I mean, it's definitely, it's, it feels a little different. If I'm being honest, it definitely feels a little different. Um, but it still feels really special. I mean, it, they, it, what I remember of the first championship was, you know, the moment when you get out of the car and you see everybody for the first time. It, that's the most special moment of the whole thing. Um, and I knew it was going to be this time. Like last time it was a surprise. I didn't know like, Oh, so like now, like seeing your team, seeing your, your wife, your kids, you know, your, your mom, your dad, like just all that stuff, like for the first time and celebrating together, uh, and really taking a moment to really enjoy that 
even more so than we did last time. Um, I was conscious about that um, because it's the best moment. You know, the, the first the first 10 minutes is the best. Um, there's just nothing like it. And it's so hard to achieve it. And you just hope to have that feeling again. And so, yeah, it took my time. And, uh, and I'm glad I did. Um, and, and because, it's, like I said, it's just so tough to do. I'll wrap up this week's wind tunnel after you listen to these messages. Hey, car lovers. At Advance Auto Parts, we have what you need to keep your car running all season long. So if you enjoy getting ahead of the curve when it comes to taking care of your ride, Advance Auto Parts has everything to keep your ride on track to reach the victory lap. Because you can trust the team at Advance Auto Parts to assist you in finding what you need at the right price. Stop by Advance Auto Parts, where you're always number one. This is how we advance. So NASCAR has three new champions. Congratulations go out to Zane Smith, Ty Gibbs, Joey Logano, as well as condolences to the Joe Gibbs family in their time of mourning. Make sure that you check back next week for my final episode of the season, where I'll visit with Vince Welch, voice of the Camping World Truck Series, and from NASCAR on Fox and host of Fox Race Day, Adam Alexander. Until then, I'm Jack Aroot. Thanks for stopping by, and I will see you next week. You've been listening to Jackaroot's Wind Tunnel. Wind Tunnel is brought to you by Advance Auto Parts, the official auto parts retailer of NASCAR. Follow us on our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And be sure to subscribe to Wind Tunnel's YouTube channel, where you'll discover bonus content. I'm Lenny Baticki of Performance Racing Networks at the Track Show, saying thank you for joining us today. See you again next week.